How's it going, my friend? Welcome back to the God Made Man podcast. Day number 30 of 90 days of putting lust to bed. We are a third of the way done with this journey of overcoming lust, sexual temptations, by looking at the Word of God. Today, we're going to look at James chapter 4, verses 6 through 10. We looked at verse 7 by itself on day 22, but today we're going to zoom out a little bit and look at the verses around it. Verse 6, but he, speaking of God, gives more grace. For this reason, it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to dejection. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Starting in verse 6, it says, He will give more grace. For this reason, it says God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. In these four verses, four or five verses, I want to talk about pride and humbleness and how those two things affects our relationship with God, especially in this area of overcoming lusts and sexual temptations. Why is this important? Why is this important to keep in mind? In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, we talked about how in the moments where we have pride, where we think to ourselves, I got this, you know, we have a streak. You've gone seven days, 10 days, and there tends to be not an explicit action of pride where we're saying, oh, I got this. I don't need God. We're not thinking that. You might, you might not, you're not going to say it. You're not going to think it even. But in our actions, we neglect certain things that we did when we were first on fire on day one, like reading the word, making time for God. Because when things get good, even if we're not at the finish line, when things get good, we tend to naturally just lax, take the gas off the, take the pedal off the gas, take the foot off the, whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. Take the, take your foot off the gas, you slow down. You're not pursuing this with the same intensity. And it's in that moment where we let our guard down that the temptation can hit us again and we'll fall. We won't see it coming because we were never looking for it in the first place. So what's the solution to that? Verse 6, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So when it comes to grace, it's not, well, when it comes to pride, it doesn't say that God is against pride. Not only is he just against it, he opposes the proud. It's not that he's like, oh, okay, you're proud, do your own thing. No, no, he is opposing those who are prideful. God's grace is his unearned unearned and undeserved favor, mercy, goodness, consideration, help, and spiritual empowerment. God's grace allows us to respond to him, and it gives us the power for us to live and do what he is calling us to do. So, James, in this section here, he gives us five means of obtaining more grace. The opposite, right? We want grace. We want God's grace, his undeserved, his unearned help direction, guidance, and and mercy. We want that. How do we get that? Well, James gives us five different ways. One, submit to God by surrendering your desires and your plans to him. Two, resist the devil by not giving into his temptation. Three, draw near to God in worship, thanksgiving, and in prayer, and in time spent in his word, and just communion with the Holy Spirit. Number four, Cleanse your hands. This is where we confess our sins and we get our outward life right with God. 
5, we purify our hearts. By letting God cleanse your inner thoughts and your inner life, you are, you are cleansing your heart. You're purifying your heart. And then relating to God in these ways, in those five ways, submitting to God, resisting the devil, drawing near to God, cleansing our hands and purifying our hearts. What we do is we set ourselves up to experience God's grace to the fullest. And when we do this, we have victory over sin and Satan, and we are effective in our service to God. So what do we need to do in addition to those five things? That's, that's a means of, of receiving God's grace. We also have to remove pride from our life. Verse 6 says that God resists the proud. A theme in the Old Testament and the New Testament is God's hatred for pride. Therefore, he opposes the proud and he gives attention and help to the humble. The Bible says that when we are prideful, God will turn away from our prayers and withhold his grace. To be exalted in our own minds or to pursue the honor and esteem from others in order to satisfy our pride is to cut ourselves off from God's help. When we walk in pride, we are not only just saying we're going to do this on our own, we are siphoning off God's help, his grace. God opposes that pride that's within us. He opposes the proud. Verse 8 says, draw near to God. God's promise is to come near to all who are who to all who turn away from his own way, allows him to purify their hearts and pursue a deeper relationship with him. When we show our dependence on God through spending time in his word and prayer and by following the guidance of the Holy Spirit, God promises to be with us and make his presence, blessing, and love known to us in a special way. Verse 10 says, humble yourself before God and he will lift you up. In this fight against lust and sexual temptations and pornography, we need the help of God to overcome this. And if we want the help of God, we need to humble ourselves on a daily basis, submit ourselves to him on a daily basis. And this is a very hard thing to do. Some days it's really easy when things are good, but in times where you feel hopeless and there's no help on the horizon, there's no resolution, it feels like you're stuck in this. And it doesn't have to be just sexual temptations or addictions or whatever. It could be whatever you're going through in life. It's very hard to submit to God. It's a very difficult thing to do. But he promises that if we do submit to him, we will have more grace. We will, we will be lifted up in the due time according to his will. So today, let's submit ourselves before God. Let's cleanse our hands. On the outward, let's, let's ask for forgiveness for the things that have been separating us between us and God. Inward, let's have God purify our hearts. God, whatever I'm thinking, you know, in, in Psalms 109 or 119, I believe. Sorry, 109. We read it a few days ago. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable. Let's make that our prayer today. Submit yourself before God. This starts way before the temptation even hits. This starts way before you're, you're faced with a temptation or you have the urge to look at something or do something. This is way before that. This is submitting yourself to God on a daily basis and saying, God, here are my lusts, my desires, my passions, my dreams, my goals. I give it all to you. Do with it what you will. And I take on the cross that you have for me, the will that you have for my life. And that's what I'm going to follow. That's what I'm going to pursue. And when we do this, it is God's promise that he will be with us. He will guide us. He will help us. 
He will give us the strength and the power to overcome the temptations in our life. And we will have victory. Amen.